This episode is brought to you ad-free thanks to all of our wonderful patrons. You can get tons of exclusive content, help us keep the show going by joining at patreon.com slash flop. Welcome to Shonen Flop Chibi, first impressions mini episode where we talk about the first chapter of the series that we'll be covering in depth next week with our guest, Manga Kamen. I'm Jordan and with me today as usual is my co-host David. Say hi, David. Hi, David. That that came made sense in my head, but it didn't really make sense to me. I'll have to send it back. <laughs> yeah, send it back. You know, yeah, uh, ha, ha, bounce around a little bit. Uh, well, anyway, what series are we covering this week? We are talking about Full Drive. Yeah, which is about table tennis. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Oh my god. It's like most series are not like slam dunk, where you just know what sport they're covering from the title. You know what I mean? Yeah, or two on ice, which I think is getting canceled soon, and that's about ice skating. What a surprise. Oh, wow. Well, rip. And then, God, Jordan, you're going to... I can already tell you're going to bring up Robot Laser Beam when it comes to sports manga titles. You're goddamn right I will. I I do not apologize, because that title's insane. Fair enough. But Jordan, can you tell us a bit about this series? So this is Full Drive. It was written by uh, Ono Genki. It ran between October 23rd, 2017 to February 19th, 2018. It only got 20 chapters, David. Three volumes. Hmm. Yeah, interesting. I hope that doesn't mean there's a massive drop in quality. <laughs> yeah, Maxi B told me apparently this is one of the hardest people they've ever had to research, and this guy just kind of disappeared off the, <laughs> the face of the earth. Oh, Jesus. After he made this manga. Oh, my God. Which is a real shame. Yeah. Okay, spoiler. I kind of like this first chapter, but let's hear the plot summary before we get our first impressions. All right, fucking plot summary. Let's go. Tomashiro Dan is a quarter German ping pong prodigy. Nice alliteration, don't you think, David? Oh, very good. Whose grandfather, Hagen Wolf, was the legendary world champion of table tennis. Tomashiro's family returns to Japan after the death of his grandpa, and he meets Marin, an extremely famous teenage ping pong player who keeps talking about how beautiful she is. I mean, not just her, like a lot of people do, which is like, she's 13, but whatever. Yeah, it's a little creepy. It's manga. At this point, I'm kind of, it's one of those things where it's just like, whatever at this point, it's so fucking common. Yeah, and we've seen much worse. That's seen the thing, I guess. So much worse. Popcorn David. After seeing him practice, Marin challenges Tamashiro to a match and they play until the ball splits in half. The two are excited about how much fun the match was, and Marin tells him that that we live, communal we, a royal we, in a golden age of bing bong, and that he should join a school where everyone who loves it goes. Tamashiro says he is burning up, and uh, that also, oh, yeah, fucking first impressions, George. God, what a, so many things to think about this first chapter. I was not expecting it to be like this. You know, David, I heard that before Hagen Wolf died, uh, he said that he loved left all his ping pong balls in one piece and then they split the ball so it's ruined yeah basically <laughs> and i'm thinking about don to don with the golden ball oh god and the power magical power of testicles that's not a joke that's really part of the don to don power system i mean the chaos testicles <laughs> oh, fuck no. <laughs> god that was such a good six word summary thank you but yeah no i i was surprised that this series you know we talked about how with smoky bb you know we were like does this manga author even like like baseball that much this guy loves ping pong He's just so fucking excited. It's like Haikyuu, where the guy who made it just clearly was super, super excited about volleyball and wanted everyone to be ex as excited as him about volleyball. Yeah, or like how the guy who made Keijo was super excited about women doing boobs and butt uh, sumo wrestling. Didn't Keijo start as a different sports manga and it just devolved into that? 
I think what happened was the guy had made previous manga that was sports related mm. because I think no Keijo just begins with as Keijo. Oh, it does. I thought it was like a track and field, and then it just they shift into that. But uh, as you can tell, I've not I've not read it. Maybe for Patreon, we'll read Keijo. As you can tell, I have read it. <laughs> I uh, the hollow butt technique, and it rules. This manga rules too. <laughs> this manga kind of rules. This first chapter, at least, kind of fucking rules. I also like the first thing I found was, huh, interesting. How this kid is part German, part Japanese. I wonder what the connection between Germany and Japan is. <laughs> I actually did the math on how old his grandpa is, and his grandpa was probably born in 1940s, so we're safe. Okay. Just if that was a concern you also had, Jordan. No, I wasn't. It was just like, huh, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I, figured, <laughs> well, <laughs> I figured he probably wasn't, but yeah. That's why you made this manga now. 20 years ago might have been a little dicier. Yes. But yeah, it's also at the first chapter, it's like, yo, fuck this racism shit. All about ping pong. Yeah. <laughs> God. Ping pong, motherfucker. You mentioned like potentially a Yu-Gi-Oh thing because like for like the cover art and I kind of get it because it seems like ping pong players are insanely popular all of a sudden. Like, right. We're supposed to just accept it. But like, I, is that true in Japan? Is it like a worldwide? Is it like an extremely famous sport in Japan? Yeah, people have to write in. I, I just I never heard about it because I know Japan loves baseball, but I've never heard them go absolutely nuts like that pro ping pong players or household names. Yeah, I, I genuinely don't know. Like, it doesn't seem like it. I feel like I would have heard about it. Yeah, I have no idea. Uh, we still need to figure out that cover. art. I also think speaking of this also feels like if someone was like, hey, Iraqi, you have to make a sports manga with no supernatural elements. I feel it would be similar to this. Yeah, because it's just like the posing. All the characters are eccentric. Also, the art. This is definitely art that you can tell the guy is so excited. I think he also did a really great job of the panel transitions. Like there's one where he's returning a serve and you and literally the line of the surf matches up with the next panel where the ball is. So it leads your eye to where she's returning it, which is very important to get right in a series like this oh yeah no i i mean when they are playing ping pong it is like frenetic like there is there's a lot of movement there is excitement in it he really i guess captures the je ne sais quoi the je ne sais quoi je ne sais ping pong quoi the je, ne, je ne sais tennis table <laughs> tennis the je ne sais ping pong yes <laughs> Penis. I, I did like uh, I thought it was interesting how the grandpa was like, you know, was talking about how it's like table tennis originally started when people wanted to play tennis, but it was raining outside. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shame this didn't go long enough to have a pickleball arc. Oh, God. Well, we don't. Well, we don't know. No, this came out. I, pick, pickleball wasn't really a thing in 2018. What? I thought that like really blew up post COVID. It was still around. No, it was definitely like a thing. Oh, it was cucumber ball back then because it was still fermenting as a sport. I see. You know, that's a good point. Uh, if I say I hate you, David. I do. Oh, speaking of humor, this, this some of the there was like one joke that was really funny. I think it was the only joke they tried to make. So I can't say it was like they got lucky where it's like Marin. Marin is kind of just thinks she's like this bad bitch. She was like smarter than everyone. I don't want to say soon dairy, but I don't know what dairy type. She's definitely a dairy type, but soon dairy doesn't feel right. And like her manager is like, ah, she's already realized his secret. And she's like, of course. And then it's just like she hasn't figured it out. And I was like, and I actually chuckled a little bit at that. 
she is a character. Uh, I do like her. She is um, she is kind of interesting. She she actually kind of feels like a 13 year old girl for once. Yeah. She also is drawn as a 13 year old instead of being drawn as a 17 year old that they say is 13. Like we see in a lot of manga. Yeah. I mean, she does wear the for some reason, the ping pong uniform is uh, <laughs> a skin type bodysuit is drawn specifically to highlight boobs. I don't know why. Yeah, that is a little weird. It's a little weird. But again, we've seen much worse, which is the crazy thing. Seen so much worse, you know? Like, her character doesn't feel sexualized. Yeah, which is good, because she's 13 years old. Exactly. But this is a thing that also happens, unfortunately. So it's notable, unfortunately. Yeah, I think, though, to get into some of the negatives, though, my one of my first issues, I don't really know where the series is going from here. Going to a ping pong school feels really lazy, and I feel like it's just going to be a bunch of training arcs, learning arcs. And like, there's not there's not I don't really know what the plot of this manga is. Let's think about the manga where we've seen something like this. We've seen it in um, Beast Children. He yeah. goes to a school, the famous rugby goes program. to a rugby school. Yeah. Robot laser beam. He goes. To- Robot laser beam goes to a golf school. Smoky BB kind of. Well, that's a school where their entire financial status is based on baseball success. I feel like uh, Nine Dragons Ball Parade. They did that. I think I don't really remember Nine Dragons Ball Parade. It was kind of forgettable as fuck. We've never actually, I think, read a sports manga that we said was not a flop. No, I agree. I don't even know what would you consider the best sports manga we've read. We actually liked Robot Laser Beam until it got really racist. I guess the first half of Robot Laser Beam is the best one we've read. <laughs> Laser Beam is probably the best sports manga we've read. Oh my god. So this could be it. This could be the contender. This this is definitely not a flop based on this first chapter. Yeah, I mean, who knows? We've read manga where the first chapter was the best chapter many times before. Yeah, that's true. It's almost like we have an award in the floppies for that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. So, Jordan, did you have any other thoughts? Or uh, I feel pretty good that we definitely uh, will keep reading this. Yeah, I would be down to keep reading 10 chapters at least of this. And then what do you think will happen next? So I think uh, Tamashiro eventually defeats Marion. I think that Tamashiro has to fight to keep using his old fucked up racket, which his grandpa mm-hmm. gave to him, and the rubber is screwed up. And there's a table tennis coach who bears a grudge against Tamashiro's grandpa. How about you, David? This is going to be the next double say in terms of just things getting absolutely ridiculous. God, I hope. I hope they go to space. Yes, God. I think the romance between the main characters is going to go nowhere because they're going to run out of time to develop that. And I think the main character is going to lose his first big tournament, but he's going to come back and be filled with determination Uh, after he kind of loses his way for a little bit. Just like Undertale. Yes. That's why I spelled determination in my notes in all caps. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Playing table table tennis fills you with determination. (laughs) Knowing that the mouse will eventually win the table tennis tournament fills you with determination. God, I love that game. Really good game. All right. And then, Jordan, you know what else fills me with determination? Power word. Yeah. Mine is ballin' because the series is about balls and it's pretty good. Mine is burning because Thomas Shear says that he is burning up and this manga is burning with determination, I guess. I also, by the way, um, <laughs> speaking of Araki, I love how his grandpa has an outfit that literally looks kind of like a like a wish version of Dio's outfit. <laughs> And also there is a chapter where or at the, there's a page where they call her beautiful and it's exactly where the ball is right in front of her nose. So it looks like she has a clown nose on. 
I haven't noticed that. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. So I posted it in the episode discussion <laughs> if people want to see those mm-hmm. two panels. <laughs> All right. But speaking of um, our Discord, let's get in the Q&A where we want to say big thank you to everyone who submits our question. You can submit it in the Show and Flop Discord. We get priority to patrons, people who haven't had a question answered in a while, or people haven't asked a question before. Starting with friend of the show, Hassan, what classical author would you want to write a manga and what author would make the most spectacular flop? David, you're not allowed to say Shakespeare. I wasn't going to say Shakespeare. I'm just saying that's the ground rule. Okay. <laughs> you think that I've read classical authors. That's funny, Hassan. I'm just imagining, let's just say fuck and make Virginia Woolf write a shonen manga and see what <laughs> see what the fuck she makes. So let's have Hemingway write it. I don't fucking know. Unironically, I think Mary Shelley really could have done a great job making a shonen manga. She's got an eye for really cool sci-fi. She knows how to do episodic storytelling in a way that she invented sci-fi. Yeah, I think she, like, no joke. I, I genuinely think she could have made an absolute banger shonen manga. I think that Edgar Allan Poe would write the craziest flop. No, I, I think H.P. Lovecraft would write the craziest flop where it's just insane shit happens and it's also racist. Just don't ask him the name of his cat. Oh, yes. I discovered that the hard way when I read uh, Rats in the Walls. Yeah, it's a good story, though. I think they changed it to Captain Nimoy in some revisions. They definitely changed the cat's name in some republished versions. All right. And then who do you think would do a terrible? I don't know a lot of really bad authors. I'll just say fuck. No, I'm, I said I, I think H.P. Lovecraft. <laughs> Make the most spectacular. Oh, I'm sorry. I think J.K. Rowling because fuck her. Well, she's not a classical author. <laughs> yeah, but she is a turf, so she can f- fuck off. Yeah. And I just wanted to say that. Maybe uh, Edgar, Al- Edgar Allan Poe. <laughs> This might be a controversial opinion, but Fall of the House of Usher, not very good. Not his best work. Oh, wait, who wrote Ulysses? James Joyce. Yeah, James Joyce making a Shona manga probably wouldn't go very well. I think it would be very interesting, but most people wouldn't get it. You just don't get it. Yeah, be a very Dottist. Oh, Andy Warhol. God, he was he died too soon to do AI art. Yes. He would have loved it. Andy Warhol, better networker than artist. Yep. Probably the greatest networker who ever lived. Next up, we have from Aussie Rat. Which Teen Titans character is the most relatable to you? I would say Cyborg, because I, too, am half robot. Mine is Raven, because I am depressed. God. Uh, we actually did a uh, bonus episode on our thoughts on the first three episodes of Teen Titans, if people want to check that out on the Patreon. Turns out it's good. Yeah, it's, 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 it's held up pretty well. It holds up? Yeah. And then, next up from Sandman. Do you wear pants as you record, inspired by the fact that apparently Rem from Anime of Context says he does not, which is great, because we were just about to go record a bonus episode with him, so we'll find out. Uh, I'm checking. I am indeed wearing pants right now. How about you, David? I am also wearing pants. I wear pants at all times. Yeah. Even when he's in the shower. He's a never nude. Yes, I'm a never nude. There's dozens. God, that's like (laughs) one of the greatest lines. There's dozens of us. God, Arrested Development. Hot take. You guys should check out Arrested Development. (laughs) Yeah. Only the first three seasons, though. Yeah. From Meru. What does a sport manga need to thrive and jump? Not just as a flop, but to truly do great in last 300 plus chapters. Uh... This is good timing. I definitely think we'll have. That's always a challenge. I feel a sports manga because there's only you kind of hit a wall in terms of what you can do with the sport because it's not like you can invent new techniques, really. I think if you can make the reader love the sport, too, you have to love the sport and you have to use your manga to successfully make the reader become more interested in the sport that you are showing. I also think having a really strong cast helps make the sport like Eyeshield has a really fun cast. Slam Dunk has a really good cast. 
cast. Haikyuu literally is built off of the quality of its cast. I think that's really critical. And just, yeah, I think you have to absolutely come from a place of loving the sport, really knowing it. Like, Shield 21 had a bunch of, like, stupid scenarios that were built on, like, super weird technicalities that, unless you had been watching football for probably a decade, you didn't even know some of these, like, really weirdly specific rules that they use as plot points. Yeah. I love how Shield 21 has, like, they have one guy who's like, we're a kicking team, which is, like, such an interesting concept to have a team built entirely around kicking. And it's like, they're like, no, we're good. We're good. And then they just barely win all their matches. It's like, just like, yeah. they're just like a very mid team, uh, kind of like the Eagles this season. Oh, sorry, buddy. <laughs> all right. Next up, we have our final question from Spook. You like jazz? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Remember when we did the B-movie movie night, which is definitely why they asked this? God, B-movie, even worse than I thought it would be. God, Smokey BB movie. I, I knew it was going to be bad. I didn't expect it to be that bad. Why is half of that movie a lawsuit? Why is that movie a CGI, um, like a, CG, a CGI commercial for capitalism? I don't know. And it's super weird when <laughs> a non-CGI version of Larry David shows up for like 10 minutes during the movie. God, I wish. Said listener, you'll have to find out if that actually happened in that yeah. movie. But no one has ever actually seen the B movie, so no one can prove me wrong. I remember uh, a friend of mine posted the entire script to B movie to my Facebook page, and I opened it yeah. and crashed my computer. Like my computer literally restarted. <laughs> my friend Tim loves to prank his friend John, and I should be like, hey, you should just every day text him all the a line of the B movie script until you go through the whole thing. Be a year of like multi year long project. According to no known laws of physics, a bee should not be able to fly. Dot, dot, dot. The end. <laughs> you like jazz? Who's your favorite jazzer, as they call it? I think it's really about the jazzers that aren't your favorite. Pretty good. Pretty good. Jordan's like, all right, fuck, I can't top that question. Um, I actually do know how bumblebees fly. It's very interesting. It's they, they fly more. They fly more like helicopters. Anyway, David, thank you so much for helping with the podcast and doing all the stuff you do. Thank you for being a friend and all your hard work. Thank you. You are welcome. Props to Shannon for the awesome cover art. You can find her online at Illuminati. Thanks to Dylan for assistance for editing. Find his podcast, Anime Out of Context, at AnimeOutOfContext.com. David is making very, is taking extra effort to not say Anime Context, which he has been doing. <laughs> yes. Thanks to Tucker and Maxi B for assistance with pronunciation, translation, other miscellaneous research. Find us on Twitter at Shonen Flopcast, Tumblr Shonen-Flop, our website ShonenFlop.com, or on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, or wherever else you get your podcasts. Come join the Shonen Flop Discord, open to everyone. Talk about anime games, whatever else is on your mind, to where you can submit your questions and where you can submit your six-word summaries. Finally, to in our show notes or on our site. If you've been enjoying the podcast and want to help us keep going, consider subscribing to our Patreon. Wouldn't be able to keep the show running without their support. Get a ton of awesome perks, including Jordan, what are we about to go record we are about to record an episode on the first two volumes of the ichinose family's deadly sins featuring rem from anime out of context or as david frequently calls it anime context yes as you've already made that joke before i know i just wanted to ram it home you want to rem at home that's probably one of the name of our patrons oh. you could even be listening into our recordings live or listening to our warm-up audio find it at patreon.com slash own and flop and now i'm going to read out some of our patrons kicking things off we have our dolphin dad glormac rachel my wonderful wife yeah you got it right i know sean help me study the reproductive system you can be my hands-on anatomical model moving on down to the ravioli tier where ravioli has developed a new technique where jordan she has to sit when people come over but she gets so excited you know what she started doing what she started scooting with her butt on the ground so she's technically sitting while moving because she gets so excited to greet people she's a genius 
I know. We have Chris, Eva, Karate Chopsticks, Lady T, Matt, T, and Trevor Schechner. Moving on down to the King of the Forest, we have 090Z, Bandit Stoof, My Girlfriend, Woo! Chad Mason, David, since you already have an angel, can I be your devil? Wink, wink. You know it. I believe it's pronounced angle, or at least that's how it's supposed to be spelled. Oh, I can be your angle or your devil. Yeah. Jacob Andrew Galloway, Kirby Mon, Marty, Max Baker, Sarah, T. Wolfwood, and Tommy Boy. And then moving on down to our Galactic Ball Federation officers, we have a mid-sized sedan, Andy's Islands, Aura, Blamumu, Brandon, David Ackerson, Dennis James Moan, Drago, Drew, Dylan Kreider, Nigel, Fox, Generic Man, Gogo Jory Rangers, Hans, Heavy Metal Hermit Crab, Keanu, Manly P. Hall, Marabara, Matt, Matt Solovich, Mike, Obscure Reference. Ooh, that's a good one. I haven't seen that series in a while. Ryan Chizinski, Scott Fish. Silly Rookie, Simping for Zip by Ash, Staghorn, Tapir Clip, Tucker, Wright, and ZZ Digital, along with thank you to our Beast Children. Yes, I love all of you so much. Thank you so much. We love you all. Jordan, anything you want to toss in? Yeah, uh, yesterday, me, Ganymede, and Sham Bam Bamina just recorded a new episode of Mission Ignition, so that'll probably be out in uh, a year. <laughs> but yeah, listen to that podcast. Uh, this show's fucking insane. Uh, by that, I mean the show we're covering vampires and also the show that we recorded. Mission Ignition <laughs> is insane. Thank you so much. Yeah. And then thank you also so much for listening. Tune in next Monday for our full episode on Full Drive featuring Manga Common. Yeah, this is my Jordan. This is my David. Hey, you've been listening to the show Flop Davis. Keep on flopping floppers. Bye.